previously on Live at 605. Let's put it this way. In the the next 10 minutes, we decide, guess what? What? In our new car, we're driving to New York City. (laughs) John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 23, episode 3 of Live at 605. And we're on a hot streak right now. This is, <laughs> we've recorded back to back days, back to back podcasts. I was about to say, that streak better continue or we're taking another eight month hiatus. Yeah, episode one, we recorded <laughs> in February 2023. Episode two, we recorded in no November Remember. 2023. So. Run a roll. I, it's like we mentioned before, this whole season is all about huge moments mm-hmm. and chapters and experiences. So we took some time just to make this thing as good as possible. And we got another slapper today. <laughs> but before we get into all that stuff, you got to give out your contact information, how people can find you and see all the cool, dope shit that we do and you do. Totally. So if you guys want to get in contact with me, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram. And you'll actually see another um gallery post really from the adventures we're talking about today but when do people when do they where do they find it like what month are we thinking february february so check out your carousel wall for the february adventures and you can follow me on twitter and instagram i'm at malencamp hit me up on twitter if you want to see me tweeting about music or bachelor in paradise (laughs) and then follow our actual instagram and tiktok just search live 605 and you'll find a bunch of dope cool shit on there and yeah that's that's all the uh, business we gotta get out of the way how are you feeling this week you want to i'm feeling 12 hours from when we last last recorded we did the cover art we did a lot yesterday did the how are you feeling about this oh my god you Hold on, hold on. This, I got to give you your flowers for this one. <laughs> your, your paella was one of the best meals you've ever made in the seafood. history. Of, yeah, seafood paella. Valencia. The Mediterranean diet, which <laughs> we'll get into that story maybe six episodes from now. Yeah. But yeah, you made one of the best dinners you've ever made in, in my existence of knowing you and eating your food. <laughs> How do you feel about your paella? I was really excited about it once I finished it, but I was getting real nervous with that fucking rice at one point. Why? Because it wasn't cooking right? Or? Yeah, it didn't cook fully. And then I felt like that last eight minutes just like let everything simmer properly. So for those of you guys who don't know what a paella is, one, you're living under a rock. Hmm. Go to any Spanish really good restaurant and get one. Um, we, like I've traveled throughout Spain. You and I finally went to Barcelona like seven years ago together. Mm. And I feel like I introduced you to really good paellas in Barcelona. And so it's basically like Spanish rice, a lot of saffron. You can do seafood, you can do meat, et cetera. But we did mussels, clams, shrimp. Yeah. Yesterday with like peppers and peas. Um, Peas open doors. Yeah. And it was delicious. It was... uh yeah, I didn't want to stop eating it. It was that good. What What did you say? What would have taken it over the top? Uh, well, it was a perfect 10 out of 10, but to make it a 10.1 out of 10, just some of that long, crusty bread. <laughs> but then I'm just being like, 
and I'm indulging in some totally in food, but but anyway, yesterday was an action-packed day. We did the cover art. Cover I made art. a paella. And how do you feel about the cover art for I this season? I really like it. Yeah, me too. I think it's a banger. Shout out to episode th- the next episode we record the jacket I'm wearing. Mm. I purchased in Montreal. Really? Yes. Wow, Montreal is a crazy trip. Yes. <laughs> and then tonight you're making, you're trying to redeem yourself with dinner. Oh, a real beef bolognese with beef and veal. Because John is not a fan of real San Marzano canned tomatoes. You don't like when I use real cans of tomatoes. You only use real cans once and you... You soaked it in like water, water, I, water. So water. And it was good. It was good. I just wasn't your it best. It's too watery. I made the fucking rookie mistake mm. of adding more water to the sauce and it became too runny and now runny. rough. So I think. Uh, Let's I'm, jump I'm, into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm very excited to jump into this week's episode. What are we talking about this week? So this week, our February adventure, I feel like we were like riding a high from New York and we're like, we got to keep it going. We got to do things. So this episode is really about the other kind of more GTA oriented greater Toronto area adventures we went on to go Mm. out of the house. But also we, you know, we decided to like renovate the house a little bit, but also go to some new global concerts that we haven't been to. Interesting. And, and a couple of your birthday presents type of thing, because the first one, the, the driving trip, that was a birthday from like the year prior, I think. I think two years prior. Do you want to start with that? Is it? Yeah. Do you want to? So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, or do you so, want to lead off? So we, for for my birthday, John's always so sweet and gets like experiences yes. of some sort and like goes deep into the interweb to find like cool shit. Yeah. And so you found this thing called Guess Where You'll Go. Guess Where <laughs> Anywhere Trips. It says Guess Where You'll Go on the cover. Don't guess, snort at no, me. No, I couldn't remember if it was Guess Where You... I think, is it Anywhere Trips or Guess Where You Go? It says... Guess where trips. I think it's guess where trips. Yeah, but then the cover art says guess where you'll go. And oh, so okay. yeah, I think guess where trips only because they are uh, you can do them throughout Canada and the U.S. I believe. So if mm-hmm. people are in Vancouver and somewhere else, you can look it up. <laughs> and you might be able to do it. You don't have to just that be in Toronto. Yeah, you don't have to just be in Toronto <laughs> to do that stuff. <laughs> so one of the things that I love is that you booked this like quintessential like Christmas because you know I love Christmas. It was like a winter getaway escape i think you did it in 2022 christmas uh, or no no, no 2021. 2021 2021 christmas but because of obviously the pandemic we didn't go anywhere right and then uh it, like life kind of happened once we got vaccinated mm-hmm. and so then we were like oh why don't we cash that in in february and actually do it because the weather is a bit milder and like why not try we had it? the new car we knew we could drive to new york so why not drive around the gta so one of the things that i love about this trip is one the branding is so fucking fierce it's mm. like they send you like this little package Mm. in the mail and there's like pictures and cards and maps and it's basically like a choose your own adventure based on what you put in and so because john picked for me like a four destination christmas adventure yeah in paris ontario there were things like a coffee shop a brewery Mm. a chocolate shop a bookstore Uh, walking trails walking trails like hiking and stuff and so like everything quintessentially val which was awesome if you added a record store we'd probably Mm. move to paris ontario (laughs) that's right um so we spent the long weekend 
That was a long weekend. It was a long weekend. And so I guess it was family day weekend, probably, because mm, I was like, what fucking holidays? We don't have families, so. Yeah, why not just go together? Yeah. Um, so we spent the family day long weekend in uh, Paris, Ontario. Not to be confused with Paris, It doesn't matter how many times France. you say it, it's not Paris, France. No, you're, I know. You're making, I know, I'm just showing. Paris, Ontario is nice. A little bit different. A little different. Um, so, wow. Did you, and did you mention that... You don't know what you're doing until you start the actual trip. Yeah, that's, that's the best the part. Hook. It's in like, what do people call it? Geocaching? Is that a thing? I don't, all I, I know is it gives you a description of like different things you can do, but you don't, like you said, it comes in a nice little box. Mm-hmm. And then you have like four or five, maybe six stops and they're all in envelopes. So you don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing until you open up the envelope. <laughs> so it's a complete mystery. <laughs> so I remember this. Uh, I just looked at a picture and it's like, when hipsters hike. Oh uh, like, yeah, we were in. So <laughs> like we get to Paris, Ontario. Have you ever been before? No. Okay, so I haven't either. And it's kind of like a cross between like Stars Hollow, Gilmore Girls meets like Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto? I was gonna say meet, meets no. I was gonna say it's like Stars Hollow meets any Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh yeah, that's a really not, great. Not quite Scarborough. <laughs> what are you trying to say about Scarborough? I lived I there know. for two Remember years. Remember that one area we walked to, and it was like you can't go that way. In Scarborough? No, Why in Paris. Really? Yeah, there was like a really sketchy alleyway we parked down. Huh. Not All to right. say Scarborough sketchy. So wow. we were in Paris. We got there and it was like beautiful, sunny weather. But I remember being like a bit cooler, but, but not like not crazy. But there it, was no snow. There was no snow. We were wearing like our spring jackets. Totally. And so we went first to the market hall because we were like, oh, we're going to eat lunch first. Well, that, it gives you like a couple options. Like here's a small little town and here's three or four restaurants you mm-hmm. can choose from. So we went to the market mall, which was like kind of a smaller St. Lawrence market if you're in um, Toronto. And I remember us getting like really good sandwiches or hot dogs or something. Yeah. Some, and like some kind beer of... from the Paris Beer Company. Right. Yeah, no, I remember it being really good and uh, just like really good local craft food and drinks. Like it was a good start to the trip. It was definitely a really good start there. And then from there... We went hiking in... No, no, no. We we went like to the candy shop. <gasps> we went ticket to the candy shop. That's right. <laughs> yeah, remember we walked around that town. There was like a candy shop. We bought like chocolates and stuff. Oh, yeah. We bought like some kick-ass chocolates. And then like we just... I didn't kinda, take a picture. That's why. No, but we did... I took a really nice picture of you on a bridge. I remember that oh, much. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. So like we just walked around that, that little area there, which was really cool. I think one of the things that I also love is like... if. Although we have gone to chocolate shops in Toronto and like we're at other places, but I feel like we never spend time like going into like artisanal shops in Toronto. Right. Right. Which is really nice when we're like traveling or going on adventures. It's like, Ooh, do something you would never do. And even though like I'm not a super, super chocolate person, Mm. I remember us getting like crazy good, like, they had like chocolate covered pretzels. pretzels and like mm. they had like very like fun like candy covered in chocolate. Do you yes, remember that, right? Of course. And then they had like truffles and stuff. It was delicious. So like props to that chocolate shop. Yeah. Um and then Then we went hike when hipsters go hiking. When hipsters go hiking. So obviously we're both in skinny jeans and in our like best dress shoes. Yeah. To go like with like 
light jackets and her sunnies. And yeah. so it is still the dead of winter. Well, still, yeah, still February. It's still February. We're fucking sludging our shit through like mud. We're mm-hmm. on like fucking log bridges. Yeah. Like, I just remember being like, why are we walking in the most like <laughs> intense woods? We'll post that picture, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. check your Instagram to um, see. In like my trench leather jacket. And yeah, so, leather daddy. Leather daddy. And so... It was so nice though. I just, one, you and I love being in nature. Like for as much as we're city folk, we do love kicking it in like mm. wilderness, but mm. not like camping. Like that's not no, our no, jam. No, no, we're not campers. We're not, Maybe glampers, but not even. Yeah. And that's even stretching it. For sure. Um, and so from there though, what I love is we then went to another beer hall. Yeah. Remember we went to Wally Bald. Wally Bald. Wait, Wally Balls or Wally Bald? Wally Bald. Do you know who Wally Balls is? Is that a thing? I thought you were being perf. No, it's in in Entourage when uh, Billy Walsh, when they're trying to film like Medellin or something, he's like making porn movies and his name is Wally Balls. I don't remember that. As much as I love... As much as I love Billy Entourage, Walsh. I do not remember that. You don't Soup remember but Wally Balls. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, we went to the Wally Bald Brewery. And remember we had those like extra cute yes. glasses? Hell, hell mugs, yeah. Or I did. And so we had already ate lunch, obviously. But they had like the pizzas there. I remember smelt delicious. But the beer was so good. Very I good. I had like a gin cider. Um, and it was outstanding. I remember being like, fuck, we need to drive home, but I would have definitely thrown mm. back another one. Oh yeah. Um, but it was such a lovely hang. And I think that's the part of like going to a new place. Like obviously for Paris locals, I'm sure people kick it there all the time. I remember the, like, it was like in the middle of like a farm mm. almost when we went. Yeah, that's right. And like super open. But it was just such like a lovely afternoon hang. For a long weekend when we were staying in the city, it was just like a full day adventure, driving, Mm -hmm. walking, food, drinks, dessert, all that good stuff. So I'd highly recommend it for someone. Yeah. You can do it with your partner. You can do it with the little kids, with your dogs, pets, whatever. It's it's fun for the whole family. So I think one of the things, it's like definitely check it out on uh, my Instagram. Mm. Um, We have like the gallery of the different pictures. But the other thing was there was like other parts of the trip. I remember as part of like the four mystery destinations and one was like Santa's Playhouse. And I was like, I know we went a little bit. It was definitely a Christmas inspired one. We went in February, but you can still do everything. Yeah. So I definitely think now that I know what it is, if we want to do one like in December while we're on like Christmas break, that would be like super fun, obviously. And then um, I would just say, so yeah, definitely if you're living in North America and you want any season kind Mm. of a, a surprise gift for your partner i would say or just like a regular friend or whatever whatever, just on an any day thing choose guess where trips i like it we're not even sponsored by them we should should be throw it out to them i do i love and you discovered that they have a digital version so you don't actually have to wait Mm. um because we did it again in the summer like a, um, five, six, seven weeks ago, something yeah, like that. Yeah, we did yeah. another one and we were like, do we have to wait till the shit arrives in the mail? And then yeah. it was like, no, they do a digital version. Exactly. So whatever you want to do. So mm-hmm. I highly, highly recommend that. So that was a good mm-hmm. way to kick off February. And then what else did we do? So do you want to do the se- Thy Sacred Souls? Thy, thy, thy Sacred Souls? Sacred Souls? These nuts. These. Yeah, let's do it. So well, we might as well stay with the theme of birthday Christmas gifts. Yes. So you discovered this band. Yeah, I don't even... Oh, uh, yeah, the way I discovered them was... Uh, well, who is it? 
the band? Yeah. The band is this awesome uh, band called The Sacred Souls, spelled mm-hmm. T-H-E-E. So that's mm-hmm. the, not the, I'm assuming. Yeah. And one night before I go to bed, so this, this is how I actually discovered them, is I changed my life up a little bit. <laughs> Usually I go to bed after you, but you wake up before me. And when you wake up in the morning... You usually watch uh, breakfast television before you go into work, mm-hmm. and what I usually do is when I go to bed is I'll put the channel to channel twenty four, put the TV to channel twenty four, which is CP two four. Anyone in Toronto knows it's like twenty four seven news. So I just I'm like I'll just keep it there. So when you wake up in the morning, if you turn on the TV, you can see what the weather, what's mm-hmm. going on. But then I realize Monday through Friday you watch BT, not City mm-hmm. or not um, CP two four. So I always keep the channel on channel seven for city TV. So when you wake up, you don't have the channel flip. Which is so sweet. <laughs> but since I started doing that, when I go to bed around 12 or so, Jimmy Kimmel was on TV. And so anyways, that's on city TV. So when I was going to bed, I had put on the channel seven for Jimmy Kimmel. And I noticed there was a band called The Sacred Souls. And I think I was going to bed right when they were going to, going to perform. So I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just kind of check them out. Just a fluke. Mm-hmm. And they played a song like, oh, the song's really good. And it sounds like something you would like, which is, how would you describe them? So this is what their description on Apple Music is. It's uh, saying that they're a retro soul group Mm. from San Diego whose sound is inspired by the threads of various R&B traditions from Latin and R&B and Northern Southern Soul. Um, It's a trio uh, that is built with guitars, keyboards, and backing singers. Um, But they've actually are kind of part of the indie scene, I would say, for a while. Yeah, so that's a good... Because throw- they formed in 2017. Gotcha. A throwback soulful band is mm-hmm. definitely how I describe them. And so I heard this one song, and I thought they sounded really good. And then I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll fi- file that away for later. And then I listened to like a couple more songs. I'm like, oh, this is great. And I knew you would mm-hmm. like them. So I I think, excuse me, one day when we were <laughs> making dinner, we played the album. And what were your first impressions on them? Oh, I was like, this is outstanding. It's your kind of music, it's right? It's definitely my kind of vibe. And like the harmonies were insane. But the the lead singer's voice is like so smooth. It's like mm, butter. butter. Um, and so I can only describe that feeling of like when you see someone live and it matches that exact tone mm. and like pace. And you're like, holy shit. You are like, like your voice is curated. It's that good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then for your birthday or Christmas this past year, I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out what to get you. And we usually get each other concerts. And mm-hmm. I'm like, we don't want to have another like Wallows debacle where we <laughs> buy each other the same tickets to the same yeah. show. But I think you found the same thing was like, there was no concerts were announced. So that's why. I was like, oh man, I can't find anything. And you couldn't find anything for me, which is why you got me concert tickets. In another province. In another province. <laughs> and I just, just on a whim, I think I'm like, oh, let me just see if Sacred Souls are coming. And they were coming to a legendary concert hall in Toronto called... The Horseshoe Tavern. Which is a small little tavern at Queen and Spadina, which is like legendary bands, like the Rolling Stones have played there. And Nirvana has played there. Yeah, and it's it's a small bar club. Like, I don't know, like it's a like couple a hundred. There's it's like a no, hole. There's no ventilation. No, but it's a classic legendary spot so i got his tickets for that for your birthday mm-hmm. and that was in february which i was also happy about because it wasn't like nine months away so how are you feeling about the concert so i was feeling two things one really? really excited to go but that day unlike our paris ontario trip was a huge snowstorm yes it was awful it's not even snowstorm but like freezing rain snowstorm totally. like where the, the roads are real slick and with it. so i think it was a saturday night yeah. Or a Friday night. 
That's I don't think we had question. work. I don't think we had work the next Let me day. Look up the picture. I, I, I don't know. I think we did have work. But anyways, keep going. Um, but anyway, so one of the things was I was getting like really nervous that it was like, oh, is this how we're going to start the fucking year with concerts? Like, because we were even debating, like, should we even go? Like, it's kind of dangerous out there. Yeah. That's what the weather was like. And so I think you had seen on like Twitter that like the opening act didn't make it or something. Yeah, the opening act didn't, did not make it. You're right. And so we got there and it was like slush city walking down Queen Street. Yeah. Right. I think we parked somewhere. Again, thank God we had the new car. But it was and like. You were right. It was a Saturday. Yeah. Because there's no fucking way we would have like tried to do that on a work day, I think. But um, no. So we ended up like. Although this was a Saturday in January. <laughs> it wasn't even February, January 25th. Oh, that's what I thought. It was like yeah. end of Jan. We went. Anyway, that's fine. Either way. Um, I think we made the notes because New York was so intense. Yes, it was. Um, but anyway, so we're sliding down, like snowshoeing our way down Queen Street. We make it to the horseshoe. And I felt like the bouncers were like, oh, thank God you made it. Like, or whatever. Yeah. And so we go through, we get like a drink or whatever. And then the band does show up. I think they started on time. They did start on time. And yeah. so the lead singer was like the three of them. And then they had like two fierce, like uh, female backup singers. But what was awesome about them, one great storytellers, they mm. were saying that it, not because of the weather, but because of their weed and mm. the color of the guy's skin. Yeah. He got held up at the border yeah. coming in. So unlike the opening act, they thought they were not going to make it, but for yeah. other very different reasons. Right. Um, but the guy was like sipping tea and stuff. And he's like, because they're still indie, right? Yeah. They were saying like, oh, you know, we just have a show, but we look like this mm. and like, we're kind of not big. So yeah. it was very cool to see someone or a band who's so up and coming, mm -hmm. I would say in such like a historic venue. Yeah. Um, they sounded so fucking good. There's no other way to describe it. It was such a great way to start concert season and that like go for it kind of concert attitude. Yeah, it was super exciting because we had only had that concert and the concert you got me for Christmas and there was nothing mm -hmm. else really really announced that year. So mm -hmm. I was like, we might not be going to a lot of concerts this year. Fast forward to November and we've been to like 10 or 12. Totally. I, yeah, I thought they were amazing. And I was like, oh, even though I don't know what else we're seeing this year, this is might be my favorite concert of the year. And whether or not that's still the case right mm -hmm. now, I can def definitely guarantee you they were top three concert mm -hmm. I saw this year. And they were just... Amazing. I love mm -hmm. the venue. I love their voice. I love the storytelling mm -hmm. to your point. I love the music. There were mm -hmm. some songs we didn't know that I went back and listened mm -hmm. to. And I would play some of their stuff right now, but we're going to make them the band of the week. So I think let's hold off. Maybe I'm playing their music unless you want to. No, 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 for sure. Um, I was going to say their album that came out in 2022 is their only full album. Yeah, I think right? they have some EPs and singles. Um, but one of the things that I love about it is do you remember when we used to be like really into Raphael Sadiq? Oh yeah, hell yeah. And this is what that felt mm, like. That good, same like good comparison. great like, oh fuck, I wish we got married again because I would have put like this album as part of our dinner menu. Like Ooh. one of the, sorry, this is going to go no, off on a weird right. ta tangent. One of the things, and John and I can't find this email to save our lives, is we would love to redo the music at our wedding to include new bands we listen to. And yeah. so we're like, what the fuck? Cause like people wrote us after our wedding to be like, they loved our music um, and stuff. Like, why are you See, laughing? People wrote to us. It seems like Marguerite and Mark did. Why is that? <laughs> our music at our wedding was next level. 
I'm sorry. No, I was. Right? Sorry, we just... didn't have any shit that was like traditional stuff. We didn't do any conventional like wedding we do anthems. Dope shit. Right? It's like I said, they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry. At cocktail hour, when I can hear while Preach. we're getting like our fucking pictures taken, mm. I was like, ugh, I don't even want to do this. All I heard was like ladders by Mac Miller. I'm like, Oof. why? Why am I not don't out there? Don't hurt him, Mac. Don't hurt him. Hundred percent. You're fucking telling me we dropped Boy Genius before Ooh. Boy Genius was a thing, right? Yeah, we're that dropping EP, Boy Genius. Like, just came out mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. we like. Two months before we got married. Yeah, 100%. Now we're, we, we set the trends. <laughs> set the trends, dude. We I had a song for Mr. Robot. A song for Mr. Robot. And Narcos. <laughs> and we walked down the aisle to Kanye West. Yeah. I know. I'm just trying to think what other... Don't, we had Alan Parsons. I mean, yeah, come on. We had the don't Verve. Hurt him. Don't, yeah. don't hurt him, Hammer. <laughs> hammer, don't hurt him. Honestly, and I, I still get like straight bragging rights for like playing the darkness. Ooh, one more. <laughs> um. So anyway, so if we could do our wedding music again, I would have definitely included the Sacred Souls as part of like our wedding dinner. All right, what's up next on the docket that you want to talk about? Well, I can contextualize this in two ways. Okay. So we could either go furniture, which sounds lame, but it's not, <laughs> or candlelight concerts. Let's end on candlelight concerts. So okay, let's so go furniture. furniture. So for those of you guys who have been listening to the podcast for the last few years, uh, we just had our four-year house anniversary. Oh, yeah. And so one of the things that is unique when you're, I guess, a homeowner, but also when you move like spaces, Mm. our apartment was disproportionately large and wide compared to our current house, which is tall and narrow. Yes, exactly. What is that saying? Like square peg round hole or some shit? You can't put a square peg into a round hole or some Some, shit like that. Some shit like that. What that really implies is you can't put our couch coffee table or chair in our living room because it doesn't work no so i love to have at least 14 to 15 to 20 of my closest friends in our house at all times and i like to have four of them (laughs) and we compromise and we do your 14 to 20 (laughs) so i love entertaining people you do who me i mean i this we can't tell too much stuff but i you've in a future episode you spent (laughs) A few days by yourself in this house and the amount of things you did. (laughs) So, and worked. But I was going to say, so one of the things we realized is as soon as you open our door, you go through the kitchen, which is our dining room, which is our family room. And our family room had our same couch that we had from our apartment. But it was kind of like an old Ikea couch and we like destroyed it. Well, we didn't destroy it. It got, it was just crappy quality. It was comfortable, but it ripped pretty quickly in the middle and all this BS. All all this BS. Then it was like our coffee table. If those of you who remember when John says. That was a crazy episode. That was a crazy episode. But um, if any of you shop at Urban Barn, when John says he likes furniture without measuring it, I'll just buy it. And so John saw this coffee table uh, from like afar and was like, Ooh, I like it. I'm like, let's just take it. Let's just what take it. Pack shit up. Um, so we ended up buying this giant coffee table, which was really great. Cause it mm. had like storage. It had yeah. like this like two way drawer thing. And then 
we wanted this chair, which mm. was the controversy in a that previous was. episode where this guy was silly and then he tried to overcharge me for this chair that hugged you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm not paying this shit because you can't read. <laughs> it's like, and then what happened? He lived in our apartment. It was so awkward. Yeah, anyway. you lived in our apartment. It was very awkward. It was very awkward. But he, he was the one in the wrong. Yeah. So anyway, oh, hell, yeah. hell yeah. So anyway, we had this like oversized furniture. And like for the longest time, if we were having friends over, 14 to 20 of your closest friends for dinner and stuff, it was just too bulky for our narrow space. It also was like, oh, we have a house now. Let's like buy furniture we actually like or whatever. So over the holidays, I think we ended up like finding a new chair at West Elm, right. finding a new rug off ruggable, yeah. finding a coffee table randomly, yeah. finding a like an L-shaped couch. So mm. we literally flipped our entire family room of furniture and you did something we've never done before. Uh, you just took the words out of my mouth, which is we also sold our furniture, which right? Is, is that what you're talking about? to me. Yeah, we used a combination of Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace because, I mean, the coffee table, to your point, was really nice. And I mean, it was, what, six, seven years old? And yeah. it had a few things here and there, but I was like, but you can get some money for it rather than what, leave it on the side of the street. Well, so that's the thing. So like usually in our apartment, we would just leave furniture we weren't like using anymore downstairs. Yeah. And that was all like Ikea furniture. 100%. In our house, if we're getting rid of stuff, we leave it at the end of the street and people just take it. But like right. this also makes us sound like such first world problems. But yeah. then we're like this table to John's point, we're like, let's sell it. So the weird thing is when I was telling friends, we're trying to sell this like used coffee table for like, Yes. Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. They're like, you're fucking crazy. People off Kijiji are going to buy your table for $20. It's used. And I'm like, absolutely not. We are selling this furniture. Yeah. It's still good furniture. It is. For like so much money. So. I think we started at like 800 bucks. (laughs) A little. A little. uh, A little ambitious. A little ambitious. But then you, we did like really good ads. Yeah. Right. And we ended up selling it for several hundred dollars still. Totally. And the person came to pick up the coffee table. We didn't even have to take it anywhere. No. And we like helped her. She came into our house. She did. And she's like, oh, wow. I used to live in this area. And she's like, I'm just like going down memory lane and everything. And uh, I think she was through Kijiji, which I was a little not nervous about. But what I like about selling through Facebook Marketplace is you can kind of scout the people because you can go (laughs) to their profile and see if they look normal or not as normal. Catfish. Uh, But the lady for the Kijiji table, I was only messaging her on Kijiji and I'm like okay she sounds normal enough and she was she's very nice and she came in and because it is a heavy table as well but um yeah well, I was super happy that we sold that one and then the chair we had to deliver <sighs> which ch- was like a little sketchy because if we didn't have the new car we wouldn't be able to like <laughs> fit that in there that yeah the the gray love seat that we sold just we had to take the legs off mm-hmm. but that fit just snugly into the new Volvo, which is pretty, which was pretty nice. And then they lived pretty close to us too. So in that case, I went into their Mm -hmm. house, but that was through Facebook marketplace. So I knew who the person looked like. But then, so our new couch, which is a bigger L-shaped couch, but it's like very comfortable. Oh my God. You can fit at least like five of your closest friends on it. Yeah. We got a tiny table, (laughs) coffee table from West Elm. Yes. um, Which is great. But but you got to tell them quickly the story is we went to West Elm with one table and my coffee table and mine. And we got there, we're both like, nah, dog, like that's not about, that's not for us. And then again, you turn to the left and saw this other table, which Mm -hmm. is our current table, which is like this beautiful metal, kind of more industrial size table. But we both looked at, we're like, huh, 
I think that's the one. And then we took it. <laughs> and no regrets. No regrets. And yeah. so the one thing that made me laugh, though, was sometimes I am a person in the middle of the night. I love to... I do two things in the middle <laughs> of the night. What do you do in the middle of the night? I read BuzzFeed articles and the articles you send me on TV shows we watch, <laughs> right? Yeah. The second thing I do is I usually check Instagram. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm served up a lot of good mm. ads on Instagram. Okay. One of those ads was for Ruggable. Ooh, okay. Okay. But then I'm fast forwarding a little bit. But during the holidays before Christmas, yep. we, before Omicron, do you okay. remember this? We yeah. went to Becca and Mike's house yes, 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 for yes. dinner. Hell yeah. And we were all eating dinner and Becca. Shout out former super fan of the podcast, Becca. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it on I love those things. Me too. And so basically, we were all shooting the shit. Mike was sitting in front of me. Bryson was beside me. And like accidentally, I think Bryson like knocked over his mm. glass of wine. And I was like red wine, yeah. like terrified on right. his rug. Mike looked like he didn't give a flying fuck. We stayed... <laughs> mid-conversation and all he does is like wipe it up and i was oh, like damn. what in the fuck is happening what is this, a leather rug what are you doing a hundred percent so i was like he just was like so chill about it i was like whoa 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 like did you not see that glass of red wine spill like what is happening here and like brace and i are freaking out um and he's like oh this rug from ruggable you literally just like rinse it and it mm. clears but you could also throw the rug into the laundry right and like Big facts. My adult brain was floored because, again, we were living with Ikea rugs that right. were fucking destroyed. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, John, we're buying a ruggable rug. Mm. We ended up getting, like, the world's largest rug for our main space. And so, obviously, the couch came. The coffee table was there. The chair was there. Well, the couch and came and... I had to assemble it myself, which was fine. Well, you but chose to assemble it yourself. Sorry, what I meant was I we had to assemble, like it wasn't yeah. put together. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I'm going to have to put legs into it. But I didn't realize I had to actually drill yeah. holes into the couch. I'm like, this is not an Ikea couch. It's from uh, Urban Barn. Urban Barn. It's a pretty uh, expensive couch. So I was so nervous to like drill holes, but that all went well. I'm like, okay, great. So, <laughs> but to your point, we had a brand new L-shaped couch. New coffee table, new green chair as well. So this, obviously this rug came. And again, we don't have a Briel backyard. No, we don't have a Briel backyard. We don't have a front yard, no. right? John's at home because he hasn't gone back to work the three days yeah. a week yet. The rug comes. So I'm like, yo, John, don't move don't anything. Move it, wait till I get home. Wait till I get home Do it so together. I can help you. Like, we can lift all this furniture and put the rug down properly. Mm. And so, obviously, what happened? Well, I wanted, I, I, I just did it myself because I wanted you to come home to this nice experience. So, how did you lift a couch by yourself and a table, moved our dining table, and put down an entire rug by yourself? Let me tell you how I did that. <laughs> so, the way I did it is if you are familiar with the game Frogger, which is basically, you just got to know your space and know your parameters. So this rug was very big because um, it was going into our living room. So it was filling up a big space. And I thought that if I rolled it out, I could just kind of lift up part of the couch and kind of roll it under the couch and that would be good and fine. The cool thing about Ruggable is it actually has like a stick pad. So you can kind of... Uh, 
put it on this pad, stick it down, and it's not going anywhere, but then you can rip it off the pad and you can actually put it in your washing machine, wash it, dry it, and it's a good way to keep it clean. So basically, I was like, okay, this shouldn't be too tough. You know, I drilled these legs into this brand new couch that was expensive, put together the coffee table, the green chair that we got. You know, I, I got this. I can lay a rug down in our, in our living room floor. So I lay it down and I start unrolling it and I realize very quickly that, nope, I'm not going to be able to just like lift up the couch leg. I'm going to have to move the couch completely. I have to move all the furniture completely, actually. So again, we don't have the, the widest house. It's a bit more of a narrow house. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Let me move this green chair out of the way. Let me pick up the coffee table. Luckily, the new coffee table is smaller than the big coffee table we used to have. So I was able to move that no problem. But then comes the couch and I'm like, there's got to be a way I can put this rug down without moving the couch. There has to be because this couch is really big. And for me, in order for me to move the couch, I actually have to take the couch apart because it's too big for me to lift up on, on its own. I can't do that. So try everything. And I quickly again realize, no, this couch has to be moved for me to put the rug down. Now, if I was a smart man, I would have done what Val said, which was wait for her to come home because if she was here, then I probably could lift the couch just on its own and she can um, unroll the rug underneath the couch. But being the crazy person that I am, that's not what I did. I want, I really wanted her to come home and be like, wow, this is all here. Looks great. You know, it's, I'm trying to do a nice thing, but ultimately, yeah, we should have done it together if I was smart. So because it's an L shaped couch, I had to take it apart and it kind of snaps together with like a little, um, little uh, thing underneath. So I had to go under the couch and of course nothing is easy. So I had to kind of go under the couch and lift it from underneath and jam my hand into this little metal contraption, try not to cut my finger off and slowly wiggle the couch apart so that it finally becomes unhooked. Because even though you can unhook the couch, it's not a very easy thing to do because it wants to be nice and sturdy. So that took me, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, two hours to do. But eventually I unhooked the couch completely, which was great. And that was technically the easy part because even though it was one couch cut into two pieces, it's still a very big two-piece couch. So I then had to figure out how to move the first big piece of the couch, which was uh, a lot of pivot, pivot, <laughs> RIP to Matt, Matt Perry. And so I'm able to move the couch, the first half, and then I moved the second half. And again, that took a good 10, 15, 22 hours to do. I can't believe you're doing like Tetris though. Tet I, but it worked. So I finally moved everything clear of the space. And then I rolled down the rug. And then I'm also realizing like, well, another reason why I should have done this with you is <laughs> you would be like, tell me where you want the rug to be. Like how far away from the wall is it supposed to be? That, even though we had kind of <laughs> talked about it, I'm, I'm gambling by doing this all on my own. Because if I put the rug down, move the couch and the coffee table back, and you're like, no, that's not far <laughs> enough. It's not like I can just yank it. We have to move everything again. So I was gambling. I wonder if this is a thing too, where like roommates or like your partner you're living with, if it is like, it was such a nice gesture. Like you wanted to surprise me yeah. when we're coming home, but I'm kind of like, I also want to be part of it. Like hanging, I know. hanging up the paintings and stuff, but I love that like energy. I also just don't want you to like injure yourself. We're not as young guns as we used to be. No, we're definitely not. Um, so, you know, lifting a giant couch by yourself um but it looked awesome it looks great i feel like it just 
It makes the space feel so much bigger so I can comfortably fit 18 to 20 of our closest friends. Well, even like the couch before, it was just, even when you and I were watching TV on it at night, it just wasn't that as big for both of us. Mm -hmm. But now like I sit on the L, you mm -hmm. lie down flat on the long ways and we don't like, we have so much room, but it also is not overwhelming the space. Like it fits in our space perfectly. Totally. Because also because we got a smaller coffee table. If we had the big coffee table, it'd be too much. No, and this is, so like one of the things when, um, um, we bought the house, John and I did like top 10 things of like when you buy a house or when I got laid off, it was like top 10 things to do when you get laid off. The one thing I would say for anyone who's doing like home renovations or home design is my number one thing is focus on one space at a time. I would mm. say because otherwise just shit doesn't work out. It's overwhelming. And so like what I love about our main floor minus the paintings, which we can talk about later is that this everything works like we didn't like we and like we measured everything like one of the things i saw on a tv show was if you like get that large piece of paper mm. and actually mm. put it down on the floor to see good idea like cut out the shapes of the things you want because with tape or just by like a visual design you can't actually tell like depth no. of space um, and like um, size in the same way for textiles. So we've been using that for everything. And mm -hmm. I feel like it hasn't served us wrong yet. No, definitely not. So yeah, I think how- I know you were like, what the fuck are you doing buying this from Home Depot? <laughs> a little bit, but obviously it was a great idea. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I wasn't for was leaving up that piece of paper on our wall for like six weeks Hold and having gas over. Okay, here, hear me out. You're staying, okay. I don't know. That's a future episode. It's a future. I'm saying it now. <laughs> Go for it. If this is our house and like your family is coming, which I obviously like always stay at our house. If you come visit us, I would love for you to stay. Anyone of our friends or family, like please stay at our house. Um, the door is always open. And so I would say, well, it's our house. So one of the things. Our house. It's our house. Like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Our house. That's why they're called your problems because they're your problems. <laughs> so we were looking for paintings to put behind our giant 20-foot we'll, we'll get couch. into more of that next week in Montreal. Totally. And so for the longest time, we were debating like so many picks and it's like so personal to like find great paintings or like murals and different things. And we're like, is it music inspired? Like whatever. So eventually, because I couldn't find a price point of art to fit that size, we were like, let's get three smaller paintings. And like, it's almost like they make one painting. So mm. we use that same like large um, paper and like cut out three <laughs> giant pictures and then I yep. drew on them to be like, here's what the art's going to look like. <laughs> a little doodle. Doodle. But it was really nice because at any vantage point, you could see it. So John's parents were coming while we were gone to Chicago, which is a future episode. And they're staying at our house. And John's like, yo, Val, we got to take these, these like cardboard pages down off the wall. I'm cardboard like, pages. I don't know what the fuck they are. What are they? Like brown yeah. papers off the wall. I'm like, why the fuck do we have to take them off the wall? And then you're. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want these up here because they're, I was like, it's weird. It's weird. And I was like, but I get it. But I was like, no, like we need them there because then it's like, we know exactly where these paintings go when they arrive. And 
it's our house. You're like, what? I know. I'm just busting like, your ass. I was like, unless your parents are inviting 18 to 20 of their closest friends to our house when we're not there. Um, yeah, you're good. You're I'm good. good. Well, should we get to the final story? Is yeah. that, is that uh, candlelight. candlelight desire? Moonlight desires? <laughs> so, um, in the beginning of the year. In one the beginning of, the, of time. I mean, it could have been the beginning of time. In a world. Oh, I hate that. I know. Uh, so... One of um, the coolest discoveries, I would say, that we made for concert goings this year was um, your Aunt Jay and mm. Uncle Tom, mm. uh, because they couldn't attend this concert. Mm. They asked us if we wanted to go mm. to it. And so basically the premise, um, it's owned by this company called Fever. Mm. They do these things called like candlelight concerts across the world. Mm. And so... One of the cool things is, is amongst that doing candlelight concerts. And so what does that mean is the venue that they choose, whether it's a church, it's a concert hall, it's like a theater, they light it with all these candles. And it's typically like a quartet or a mini orchestra or a mini band plays like covers of um, different genres of music. And so I had never heard of this. Did you know about this before? No. So your aunt and uncle couldn't go to their show. And so they had tickets to go see Vivaldi Mm. uh, Four Seasons at the Metropolitan Church Mm -hmm. in Toronto, which is an amazing like church community hall venue. Um, Great acoustics in um, Toronto in the East End where we live. And they also had reservations at this like amazing French restaurant, like mm. neighboring. Yeah. And so did you know Vivaldi before? Uh, by name, no. But when I heard the music, yes. What about you? Uh, I knew two of the seasons in, I think it's like spring and fall. I knew. Okay. Um, but I remember, so basically it's like an hour show and it's this awesome quartet. They dub, subbed in for like, Two violinists like each took the lead, but I found like the cello player, the cellist was like a comedian almost. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was so moving one. It was so nice to hear. I love strings, which is why we had a quartet play at our wedding. There's, there's something about the depth of sound when you put like two violins, a viola, a cello bass player together that you will not achieve with like a rock band. It it just adds like, I remember the first time we played in the studio for the wedding and it was like, did the arrangement for stay and Bijan came and he played like violin behind stay. And it was like, all of us just like turned and yeah, were like yeah, it's stunned. <laughs> like, or like takes it to another level, man. It takes it to another level. Or when Jeremy, when we were like, oh, okay, you guys are done or whatever. And then he's like, oh, are you playing the darkness? And he just started yeah. playing. I'm like, holy shit. Do you want to play behind us? It's just so cool. So, This candlelight concert was basically the quartet performed four songs um, or four seasons um, of Vivaldi. And it was unbelievably magical. So if you go on fever.com, you can find candlelight concerts or different experiences around the world. We actually have bought gift cards for like other friends. And we also did one which was like, um, I think it was like John Williams, like movie scores. Yeah, yeah. Which was 
Yeah, they have like Beyonce, Bee Gees, Lady Gaga, just like all kind of styles and everything. <laughs> that was one thing. This <clears throat> this is a bit of a fast forward to June, but our other friends were in town. Um, from some of my work friends were in town for a project I was doing, and uh, one of them is more musical than the other. But right. they had like a tribute to uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh damn! See, but this is the thing. I was like. Can you go to that Fleetwood? Like, you know where it's like, is it going to be cool or is it going to be cheesy? Right. So you got to pick. It's like, mm. do you really like, I would probably never go see Beyonce um, for that, but I would like a hundred percent go see like a Radiohead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, do I want to tarnish Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, but I don't think they're they're gonna tarnish Fleetwood. I think it's like it's strings. You're just That's gonna be true. dope shit. But I know I get what you're saying. Do you mean like do I want to hear Sarah with like all, maybe I do actually now that I think of it. Well, did you ever think you'd want to hear Runaway by Kanye West with like strings? So here's the thing I'll say about Runaway, which with was strings. our you're walking your the song you walked down the aisle to. And the minute I did that arrangement on piano, I did want to hear it. Yeah, I mean most songs I'd want to hear it with strings. See? Yeah. Okay, so maybe we have another candlelight concert coming. We up. should. We should look that look what, holiday. Look it up. Holiday. Yeah, we got we gotta do some fun fun stuff. Totes. Well and then so we did that and that was really, really cool and a fun experience. And then we went to uh the French restaurant, which what was you, what what do you think about French food? What have you been to this restaurant before? Did you know about it? What's up? I, I have not been there. We walked by it a ton. Yes. Um and so it was delicious. It was like such a good, it's like very rich food. That was one thing. Cause yeah. I remember you being like, I'm so full. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but like the service was amazing. Uh, the drummer in our band, uh, hmm. Benoit, I was like, yo, Benoit, he's from uh, Provence. I was like, yo, you need to come back here just to hang out with all these people. Cause they're like super cool. Yep. Right. And I'm like, we need to befriend the French. Right. <laughs> so we get like an in to this restaurant. Yeah. Um, but it, it was such like a magical, unexpected night, which is yeah. what I also love. And I think it's in that spirit of like, let's just go for it. And I think it was like a Friday night too. So a good way to start the weekend, which was totally. great. And then it opened up like, oh yeah, we've gone to future, uh, uh, future islands, well, future fever, candlelight things. And then we also got that for people's birthday. And, and people, yeah, I was going to say Chris and Becca yeah. actually got it for me yeah. for my birthday. Yeah. They got it for you for your birthday, which is why we, we went, had, yeah, which is why I went to the movie one. Exactly. Which was so awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, I definitely highly, highly recommend that. Cool. Which is really good. And also like besides strings being the best, who, this is why I'm trying to convince John to let me buy more Christmas trees. Oh but yeah. Cause like, we only have two Christmas trees. But we need one per floor. Oh, one per floor. Yeah. Well, one per room. Uh, don't even. What a romper room? <laughs> they never saw me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, um. So wait, you want more Christmas trees because of string music? No. Let me finish my thought. Okay. I want more Christmas trees because I love the way the lights look at night because I find them really calming. With the candlelight concerts, it's like so beautiful because everything's just lit by candlelight. Yeah. Right. And then the music is so amazing. It's like that magical experience. Remember the virtual Fleet Foxes concert in the church? Yes. That was exactly that. Well, do you want to live in a church or? No. Why the fuck would I want to live in a church? Well, it's everything we've got. All these things are in churches. So maybe it's the church aesthetic you want. No, I definitely don't want a church aesthetic. Okay. That shit's haunted. Uh, well, a hundred percent. So. I we am. You're <laughs> 
crazy man <laughs> so we are just about at that time where we got to wrap up this thing but um thing <laughs> how long has this been going on this, this thing. thing john just watched get out again i, I gotta get that i gotta write down sound effects we need because that'd be a good one to have how long has this been going on this thing why the fuck would you need that whole sound effect i don't know because if we're talking about something we did I, it's just a funny sound effect you only need the words that thing uh, th that's right okay well just oh th this, this is, thing i feel like we're going on a ta that's tangent right. but it's like John recently showed me the Key and Peel sketch <laughs> with like the teacher, the substitute oh teacher. God, yeah. And it was like, D, is D nice here? Yeah. D, D nice? Is A, A Ron here? So, it's like, like Aaron and Denise. Like, I'm not doing it justice. No. It's so funny. But yeah, I feel like the last month has been like a Key and Peel thing. So when you That's watch true. Jordan Peel's Get, Get Out, Out, it was like amazing. So yeah. you're just being like, no, no, no. no. Oh, that's a good one. I got to add that. <laughs> yeah. so I, I got to add new sound effects. I'm going to write that down later on. But remind me to get the no, no, no one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was another great episode. And uh, we get. episode. So next week, it's. Tell it there's a ch so we're recording this ahead of time. Mm -hmm. It could be the best of 2023, but mm -hmm. I don't think it will be. I think best of will be the episode afterwards where we count down our favorite music. Mm -hmm. Uh, songs, albums, TV shows, concerts of the year, but most likely 99%. What will next week's episode be about? It will probably be about our road trip to Montreal. Oh, Another road trip. We just uh, road trip to the NYC. I know. We're just like road tripping this year. Um, there's another concert in there, some great restaurants, some great friends hangs. Mm, that's right. Um, we will talk about going to a hidden speakeasy oh, bar damn. that we love. Um, that's right. Some hip hop coming to life that oh, John loves. Um, but yeah, check it out. Yeah, that's going to be a really, really good episode. So this was, yeah, we're going to wrap things up now. And I think we're going to have to do the Sacred Souls, right? For band uh, of the week. Amazing. So you already kind of described them. And they have, yeah, one full album. Excuse me. And they have a couple EPs. I'm just, did you say what the name of their album was? It's just called The, the Sacred, Sacred Souls. Souls. Yeah, it came out late last year. So mm -hmm. my favorite song that I want to listen to, there's a bunch of them, but I really like the song called It's Our Love, which is from their uh, Will I See You Again EP. So uh, I think we're going to do that one. This will give you a good idea of what their music is like. Mm -hmm. But when we get into it, this is It's Our Love by The Sacred Souls. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is Facebook, Instagram, TikTok.com slash live at 605 and follow the boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23. And until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's try that meat sauce. Oh boy.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.